0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Shall we begin? <laughs> Expecto Patronum! Ladies and gentlemen, greetings to you all is Willy Wonka.
1: You see, I'm something of a magician. Prepare to be amazed. Tape up. <laughs> Inventor. May I present Willy Wonka's
0: wild and wonderful wishy-washy walker walker Please don't make me say that again. And chocolate baker. The best chocolate in the world. Ooh. BFM 89.9, you are listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn Sharmula and Arvin, and together we are reviewing Wonka, uh, directed by Paul King, who also co-wrote it along with Simon Farnaby, uh, starring Timothy Chalamet as Wonka. And it is something that I think a lot of us didn't know we, well, needed is a strong word, but none of us thought we wanted, which is the origin story of Willy Wonka.
2: Yes and yet I'm actually now so glad we have it. I was it's wonderful. It is it was mm-hmm. such a fun outing in the cinema. I mean, look, I know for us the holiday classic isn't the way it is in the West, right? Um but it's so nice to have a year-end family-friendly, warm, funny, silly movie that is also just genuinely like, it's, it's so worth watching in the cinema because of how fun and outing it turns out to be.
1: Like, between this and the Hunger Games prequel a few weeks ago, not enough people said, like, oh, I wonder why this oddly dressed weirdo runs a chocolate factory. Like, who who asked this question to even warrant <laughs> this movie in the first place, right? Um, but that being said, like, I also really liked it. I loved it, I think. Um and if you're going to tell like an unnecessary story, then at least do it well and do it with style, you know. And, and I think like casting Timothy Chalamet as as the movie is the movie's biggest achievement. Um, and then getting someone like Paul King to direct it, casting actors like Olivia Colman and Keegan Michael Key, uh, Rowan Atkinson, they made it worthwhile. Um, so if adults enjoy it, like whatever is fine. But I think this will be like a staple movie for kids for at least the next few years.
0: It's relentlessly charming, right? That—that's mm-hmm. the thing about Wonka. Mm-hmm. It's just so, so charming, and it refuses to uh, let you out of its grip. So I—I mentioned right up top Paul King, and I wanted to do that because I think it's very relevant to know that if you loved Paddington and Paddington Two, and if you didn't, you're a monster. Um, then you will also <laughs> really, really love Wonka because it, it's very much in the same vain as that it's a peculiar sort of Englishness that permeates the thing um, the humour has like a surrealist edge which I think again is has a very British sensibility so there's a lot of stuff there um, that's a, a strong through line I think we should probably tell people up front um, so that they're not shocked the way all three of us were um, that this is a musical. Please don't be put off by that if you were going to be put off by that. Um, but I feel the need to save everyone from uh, the feeling that I, I felt sure Arvin was feeling. The, the minute it opens, <laughs> the music swells, Timothy Chalamet opens his mouth and starts singing about his life story. <laughs>
2: I okay. Knowing Arvind's ambivalence—that's a kind word towards ambivalence—is m- very, <laughs> very ambivalence. towards yeah, musicals. Be. Honestly, when he started singing, I first thought of. I was like, oh, none of us <laughs> realized this was a musical. Um, look, actually, I enjoyed most of the songs. I think that they were beautifully performed. They're just fun. And and I think the best thing about them is that the visuals that accompany them usually, uh, there's there's so much verve to the whole thing. It's just fun to watch. And I like musicals anyway, so it didn't bother me nearly as much as it might if you don't. Um, And for what it's worth, I think... The easy thing about this is that everything about this movie, you said charming Lynn, but it's also easy. It's an easy watch. Um, you don't need to be attached to the Wonka um, mythos. If you are, it's a lot better, um, or rather, it's it's an elevated experience, not a lot better.
0: What do you mean mythos? Don't buy into Warner <laughs> Brothers. Hello, our oh, I meant Watch you know, yourself.
2: I I say this as someone who at some points teared up because I recognized a callback to the original movie or to the book. Um, so okay, like, I'm a drawdown nerd, like, okay. But even if you don't care at all, I think. I think there's just, you know, the notion of somebody trying to find his calling, um, trying to relive his memory of um, his mother, finding a ragtag group of friends to achieve his goals. There's so much. And then there's chocolate and there's like crazy things that happen around chocolate. Like what's there not to enjoy?
1: I mean, this is what a holiday movie should be, I think. Like in the last 10 years, uh, the bar for holiday movies has been so low that (laughs) we usually get like slightly better, slightly bigger budget hallmark movies in cinemas that are not worth watching, right? Um, So it's nice to see a movie that looks expensive, that's witty and charming and cozy um, and warm, and it's also just fun, la. like you said, it's easy, right? It, it's, a, it's a really fun time at the movies. Um, did I like that it was a musical? No. Um, <laughs> I, 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 got, I got annoyed at times. At, at first, when he started singing, I was like, oh, this is going to be a long two hours for me. Um, but the songs were okay. The songs were okay. Some were very nice. And I I think Wonka is one of my favorite holiday movies in many, many years, actually.
2: Actually, can I just say, this isn't even the first Roald Dahl musical Irwin's emerged Not Hating. He loved Matilda Matilda
1: more than me. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, more than you.
0: <laughs> I want to say that I came out of Wonka excited to rewatch it. Um, not necessarily on mm. the big screen, although I'm happy to have seen it on the big screen. I think it definitely warrants, um, the the color, the practical effects, the brightness, all of it warrants a a watch on the big screen. But um, I I was excited to just watch it in the comfort of my own home. Um, uh, you know, to be able to like rewind my favorite parts. It has that exact lazy holiday movie quality about it um so the story such as it is is that wonka Willy wonka um arrives in an in a city um you know where he's been told that the best chocolates are sold that if you want to make it any you know if you want to make it you have to make it here as a chocolatier and so he decides to try to do that but he finds himself in competition with a uh Chocolate cartel, uh, who are trying to control the the chocolate business in town. It's a very corrupt place, and he also gets forced into slavery. <laughs> I don't know how else to sum it up. That is the actual story. Um, but it is about how he kind of makes it through that, makes friends along the way, you know, so on and so forth.
2: Yeah, and I guess pretty much about how good people in the end um, manage to overcome. The nastiness um, that exists, right? Through the kindness of strangers. Yes, through the kindness of strangers, and I mean that's such a great message to take away. Look at me, just totally buying into the Warner Brothers. And ignoring my slavery point. But (laughs) the slave. So actually, I was going to say what I like about the movie, and people who are fans of like Roald Dahl stories or the original uh, Charlie and the uh, Wonkas. Oh my God, what if even the original called? Wonka's Chocolate Factory or whatever, the one with Gene Wilder, anyway. Um, there is a darkness at the heart of the story, right? And um, this story doesn't shy away from it. So the 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 place where he ends up being trapped and forced to work in a laundry is genuinely horrible. The things that happen um, because of the bad guys in the story are also actually quite harsh. Lah. Um, the poverty or the difficult lives shown, they all exist, but then it's also counterpointed by this notion of kind people and people who just want mm. um, to make the best out of things. And there's something quite sweet about that.
1: I also think that, that really the movie rests on Timothy Chalamet's shoulders um, because I think like with someone like Willy Wonka, um, it's a matter of, does this person look like he's wearing a a bright suit like cosplay or does he look like he belongs in that suit? Like, does that suit look normal on him? Um, And this funny hat, right? And I think, like, Timothy Chalamet is is so magnetic and so charismatic that he looks like someone who would wear a a, a big hat and a suit to the supermarket. I'm not saying that he does. I'm saying that... (laughs) He wears it in the red carpet, so... (laughs) He he wears it in the... Yeah, 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 you know? So And he could pull it off if he wanted to um, and the physicality of that character. So... I think the whole movie hinges on whether or not you believe that this Wonka is the same character played by Gene Wilder. And I did. Like, it fits the... It fits the the chocolate canon, the the cocoa timeline, you know. Nicely. The Wonka mythos is what I'm calling it. The Wonka mythos.
0: I'm ignoring both of you. So I, I think um, the I agree about Timothy Chalamet in that the whole thing is about whether he can pull it off. The ensemble cast, by the way, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we've named a couple of heavy hitters, and we can talk about them a little more later. But. Um, I, I think that the truth of it is Wonka is always going to be an odd character um that it it's as simple as that because we know further down his path um he poisons children, and so you kind of have to to reckon you kind of have to reckon with the fact that um in this movie, for example, he's so relentlessly cheerful. He's so relentlessly optimistic. And characters like that can be difficult to spend time with, right? Like in real life, you don't necessarily always want someone around who has that sensibility. And so it's a it's a difficult thing to capture. And I, I think he walks that line so beautifully of being a holiday hero, being a good person, um, while also having that kind of quirky, ineffable quality about him that means that... He could be a little things could shift with him a little bit, you know, and and I think that that's an important thing to have in the Wonka Canon <laughs> <laughs> um, no Timothy Chalamet
2: nailed it out of the park really um he he is so. Likeable, but he's also kind of weird, and sometimes he's a bit sad. And when and there are some scenes actually that brought a tear to my eye, um, because of how well he walks that balance between a caricaturish character but also a character that has a lot of um, sadness underpinning his motivations right Um, and he does every single thing that the character is supposed to do so well whether it's the the weird body mannerisms or the singing or i mean singing is kind of only slightly above average but enjoyable for what it's worth and his chemistry with everyone is just
1: lovely I got very excited when they mentioned Peru in the movie. I'm like, wait, I, I know a bear who's from <laughs> Peru. You know, is this the? It's gonna supply king? honey and marmalade. Supply, yeah, marmalade. <laughs> is this the the king cinematic universe? Because I w- I would watch that movie. Um, an Oompa Loompa Paddington crossover. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. But I wanted to know, like, how 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 much juice do you think this franchise has? Because obviously, it's not a one and done, right? And and we're talking about prequels. You think this has juice? I
2: think they're gonna make a stage musical at least. Mm. Like we're going to see a a traveling Broadway show.
0: I want a Hugh Grant origin story. Ooh, I think we can come back and I think so know, too. Talk a little bit more about that. But uh, we are talking today about Wonka, which we all enjoyed tremendously. Let us know what you thought. Um, but also, by the by, a test whether anybody's listening, uh, because we do have some fun movie merchandise to give away, courtesy of our friends over at Warner Brothers. So um, let me just tell you, we've got umbrellas, we've got blankets, we've got. Mugs, I want to say. Um, so to win, all you have to do is answer this question. In this origin story, we've established Wonka is played by Timothy Chalamet. But what is the character's first name? So we're looking for the first name of the character named Something Wonka. Um, you can WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine.
2: Books, figurines, movies. BFM eighty nine point nine. The Business Station.
1: Got a tattered overcoat and battered suitcase. Got a pair of leaky boots upon my feet. Got to drug
0: myself up by my one good boot. Gotta work my rotten socks off if I want to make ends meet I've poured everything
1: I've gotten to my chocolate Now it's time to show the world my recipes I've got twelve silver sovereigns in my pocket And a hat
0: BFM 89.9, you are listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn, Sharmila and Arvin. And together we are reviewing Wonka, uh, directed by Paul King, starring Timothy Chalamet, along with an ensemble cast that includes uh, Keegan-Michael Key, Rowan Atkinson, Olivia Coleman, Hugh Grant. Um, So before we get into the supporting performances, right, I think that that clip actually exemplifies how um, this musical is not really about the music I don't mean to ding the songs or the singing um, some of them are very good but actually while listening to that I found myself picturing the scene and, and I think that that says a lot about how vivid the film is um, the production quality is great the The costuming is great there's just a lot there that's visually very pleasing including the chocolates
2: Yes, so the songs are all right. Some are good. Are fine. Yeah, but they don't really work in isolation. I'm I'm certainly not going. Oh, I'm going to add this and listen to it over and over. But There's I wanted no Bruno to no song. No, there is not. Um, and in fact, the the best song probably is one that's actually a remake of the original "Pure Imagination." So, but. I want to watch the songs again. I love how they look. I love how they were choreographed. Um, And then the songs work perfectly well. And, And I think that's okay. I mean, for a movie that nobody realized was a musical to begin with, perhaps I think that's all right.
1: I have nothing to say about the songs. Um, <laughs> I, I could have done without any of them, obviously. So they they were, they were not as draggy as I thought they were going to be. They, they're, they're short songs, and I appreciated the they, they, they were short songs. Um, but I, I would encourage everyone to read the Rotten Tomatoes reviews of Wonka. Uh, it's it's a stack of one chocolate pun after another, like nonstop by like a hundred over people. Literally every single reviewer talking about dark chocolate, how sweet it is, delectable, brittle, milk chocolate. Just like amazing hive mind stuff going on. Um, But I say that only because I'm I'm seeing some people review this movie like it was made for adults. And I just want to say... It's not, like we are not the target audience, right? I I don't know how some people review this with the same lens that they use for Killers of the Flower Moon, you know, or like a serious <laughs> movie. It's it's designed for kids um, or the kid version of you. It's a, it's an airplane movie, it's perfect for streaming. Um, it's a movie you watch with a blanket or you fall asleep to on the sofa. It's like that, like, it's like, you know, colorful, illogical, cartoon fun. Um, it doesn't mean that it can't be bad, but it also can be viewed with adult eyes, I think, or taken too seriously. Seriously, it's like it's kid eyes, kid brain, and that's how you get maximum enjoyment from something like Wonka.
0: It's for your inner child um, or for mm. your actual child, really. I, I think that that's the, the target audience. Um, and this is always a thing that we talk about, right? It's always going to be a balance to get the adult jokes right. Um, and by that, I mean the jokes that have like a slight edge or that are sarcastic and kind of odd. Um, and I, I'm i happy to say that I think the film actually manages that. So the kid stuff is very magical. There's a lot of uh, Pratt falls. There's a lot of physical comedy for for kids to enjoy, along with uh, verbal comedy, actually, that's pitched at a younger age. But there is also a fair amount of stuff, particularly in the Chocolate Cartel. Um, they're beautifully played, actually, by Patterson Joseph, Matt Lucas, and Matthew uh, Bainton. They're very odd. Uh, there's also Hugh Grant, um, there's Keegan Michael Key doing an accent like like there's a lot there for um I think adults and for comedy fans comedy nerds that's actually very fun to enjoy Olivia Coleman and Tom Davis also oh, actually yes, a Olivia lot Komen. yeah
2: a lot of the humor between them you've got to be above a certain age to quite get and realise why it's funny. Um, Bavaria. Yet, oh, Bavaria. The Bavarian <laughs> comedy was on point. But also as a kid, you'd just laugh because it's also silly, right? And and the, the Britishness of the comic sensibility, I think, really works in favour of the film. And I mean, come on, if we're talking about comedy, we can't not talk about Hugh Grant because, mm. <laughs> I mean... Is this just his career now? Is he just doing funnier and order and weirder versions of his real life persona in movies? Because I'm kind of there for it, I think.
1: I love it. I love that he doesn't care anymore. I love that he's just taking up these roles. He's doing silly things. His song um, is stuck in my
0: head of all his, the songs.
1: His song is stuck in my head. His, he did
0: warn his, us of that. He said, "What he did. Uh, an yeah. infernally catchy song."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can, like. I still can't tell if if how that that thing came about. Like you know, is he like CGI? Is he not CGI? Sometimes his face looks CGI. But I love, love, love what Hugh Grant was doing here. Um, have also, we said was,
2: he's an Oompa Loompa? He's in the trailer, that's not a spoiler he's but. An,
1: Yeah, yeah. He's, he's an Oompa Loompa <laughs> One of the Oompa Loompas You know, foreshadowing for, for future movies um, But also speaking about adults uh, You know, this movie might have shown A bit too much ankles and knees You know, I'm just saying like, And a bit of thigh Quite a lot and, oh, of thigh yeah, yeah,
0: 18SX <laughs> this thing. Yeah, where's censorship when you need it? Suddenly we're advocates <laughs> for this No, but I I'm glad I really wanted to talk about Hugh Grant because I, I think he adds a little bit of spice and edge to a movie. Like we said, it's very sweet as it should be. It's I love that the edge is coming from the Oompa Loompa. But, and yet, this is where we are. The Oompa Loompa is the, the kind of harshest person that exists in the context of this movie. Um, I, I think that Hugh Grant, like I said, I'm of, I'm mixed because a part of me thinks that he was so good in this I want more. Another part of me is thinking actually this this is exactly the correct amount of umpa um, ness and Hugh Grantness to enjoy.
2: Yes. And, you know, I mean, of course, it's also a sort of callback to the Paddington fans, right? Um, and he's become a little bit of a staple now. Um, I agree. I, I, as much as I'd like to see more of this, and I'm sure we will see more of Hugh Grant as, as an Oompa Loompa. I don't know if he could sustain a movie of his own, but I, I just want this for Hugh Grant, actually. These kinds of weird, I mean, Dungeons and Dragons. So he was like a weird
1: sorcerer or something. Mm-hmm. This is what I want. Same. This is what I want. Um, and this is what I want from all the, I love it when like slightly older actors take on these roles because they want to do it for like their kids or grandkids or nephews, nieces, you know, those kinds of things. So Rowan Atkinson is here for some reason, um, doing very little also, but doing the most. But in so good. Time. So, so good. In a role that only Rowan Atkinson could do like this. Um, and and like you mentioned, uh, Olivia Colman just just having the time of her life being... Completely bizarre and insane in yes. her own special way.
0: Being entirely unhinged, actually. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's an oddly enjoyable film. I I don't I remember when the when the images first came out and everybody was like, "What is this? Who needs this?" And now here we are at the end, going, "We'll watch this every Christmas." Absolutely, um, so... I
2: already want to rewatch. Same, same.
0: So, we've been talking today about Wonka. Let us know if you've watched it um, already and what you thought. But also, by the by, uh, we have some fun movie merchandise to give away, thanks to our friends over at Warner Brothers. So, just to reiterate, to win a bunch of stuff, potentially, all you have to do is answer this question Um, in this origin story, as we've established. Wonka is played by Timothy Chalamet, but what is his character's first name you need to whatsapp your answer along with your full name and email address to 018-789-8899 this has been Popcorn Culture BFM 89.9 You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9 The Business Station For more stories of the same kind